Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, 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 yeah. She loves you all the time. You know that cause she swiped right. He thinks he's so clever. Weekly reminder uh, to not pay for dating sites because most of not all of the women on there are actually men who are paid by the dating site to keep you guys paying for the dating sites. Uh, that shit is a scam. Go out and touch grass. It's the only way you'll meet real women. The most hilarious thing about, like, the dating app, like, because, I mean, the one that I've been using, Hinge, is actually, like, it's, it's, it's like, people actually match. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, actually. Isn't Hinge the one where the woman picks you? That's Bumble. That's Bumble. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't think. Uh, so I yeah. Don't, sorry if I don't know. It's like just, Tinder, you literally just machine gun swipe yeah, right, yeah, and Tinder then you're is, pissed off when you accidentally match with an advertisement. Tinder, <laughs> Tinder is the one that's for hookups, right? Like, that's the one nobody takes. It. Yeah, no. Like that's the one where you saw the guy with the profile of himself as Jesus, and like. They Photoshop it so he was pouring like out of a Deer Park bottle and it was turning red. That's like falling in love with somebody you meet on a cruise, right? Like, Titanic. I mean, come on. Like, they knew, they knew from the jump that that wasn't gonna work. When it, it just, it was convenient that the ship actually, you know, sunk. Because She's like, man, that that saved me a lot of explaining <laughs> to my parents. <laughs> like, I, why would you marry this street rat? Like. <laughs> Oh, you thought they was actually going to get married? This isn't Greece. They weren't going to ride off into the skyline together. Jack was going to get off that boat, and Rose was going to get off and be like, and she was going to be like, so, um, do you have immigration papers? Or, like, is there, like, a halfway house you go to? I don't know. It's, like, what, 1857? So I don't know what they do uh, when you get off. But she was like from money, like you, like you were saying, right? Like there's no way, there's no way, right? She was gonna be like, so that was fun dancing with you in the fucking boiler room, um, and fucking in that guy's car. You can keep the picture. Um, I'm gonna need my necklace back though. You did say you were Irish. <laughs> I actually talked with Alright, so let me let me tell you something that happened this week for me, right? So I was walking out the door and I heard my mom mention the Israel Palestine thing and she's like, oh, I think God. we bombed Syria and I stopped. Oh god. It's only we are Went outside. five minutes in and we are already talking Went about outside. Israel Palestine. Came back in told her I will be right back. You didn't ask her if she condemned Hamas? No, oh. I should have. <laughs> okay. She does. <laughs> My mom is very anti-killing people. At least. Thank God she, for she's she's anti-murder. Thank God for that. Yeah. That's all we did. That's all we did. 
Yeah, uh, for sure she is anti-murder. How did she feel about the main? I not have not asked not her. Not that that has anything to do with his ideology because we don't have a manifesto yet. There might not even actually be a manifesto. This might actually just be a mental health thing, but we'll talk about that. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I was like, all right, Mom, I'll be right back. And I came up with a notebook and a pen, and I was drawing a diagram, and oh, I was I like, look, this is how this all happened. 1947, blah, 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 blah. So you explained geopolitics. I explained geopolitics, 100 years of geopolitics in half an hour. And then eventually it started going into, like, talking about family history and everything. And can confirm, I had a great, great uncle in the IRA. Heard some pretty horrific stories from mom. There's a lot of similarities there. The joke, the, like, joke slash truth of when I say... The Irish were treated as bad as anybody would treat any other white person. My mom did tell me some pretty fucked up stories. Uh, like the, the Italians would like to enter the chat. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, both Irish just, and Italians are ready to throw hands. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, but there are lots of similarities to uh, what happened during the Troubles, as the the Brits call it. Uh, <laughs> With what's going on in Israel and Palestine right now, dude, there's 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 a lot of similarities. But no, I I legitimately I was like, you know what, I've had it. I'm breaking through this goddamn propaganda shit, and I explained the entire thing. And she's just like, well, what? I'm like, mom, literally study media. It's not even just about media, although but, there is a lot of heavy propaganda being put out by Israel right now. Do you know um, what I did? Or, I pointed her. I pointed I her. <laughs> I pointed her to Channel Four News, like I said before, and pulled up a segment. Like I said, five minutes apart, they're interviewing a general from the IDF and then a spokesperson for Hamas. And and once again, I would like to remind people that. Hamas is not the spokesperson for the Palestinian people. They are just like the de facto operating body We're gonna, I'm of gonna what bar- is not actually a state. Hamas is not really an army. Palestine is not really a country. It is a group of people who are being kept in like, let's be real about it. An, an open, open air, air concentration, concentration camp. Um, and and you know, have had their land taken from them. And Hamas is the only people who are doing something about it, which is not great for Palestine, not at all, because even most Palestinians, most Palestinians are like, we condemn Hamas. Yeah. If you ask, if you ask. They're like, look, we've seen the videos in portrait mode too. We're not cool with that. Um, but what what's also not cool is what's going on uh, on the other side. IDF is doing just the indiscriminate bombing spree that's happening everywhere, and the level of murder that is rising up and, and crashing down on the Gaza Strip. With an opener, it is Doc. And Ziggy. And this is the Love Love. And if you are still here, thank you for being here, checking out your new favorite, if not old favorite, weekly pop culture digest. Some might call it recap, where we take our 
to put the culture in context. Oh, and make the mainstream make sense. Because if we do not make sense, we don't make. Wait for it. Dollars. That's right, and you can help us make those dollars by checking out our Patreon at the Flood Pod. And you know what else? You can find us at the Flood Pod on everything. And that is on on everything. That's that's on everything. Literally, Literally like everything. On Facebook. On, the on Flood Pod is the name Prince. of my League of Legends Smurf account. On X, the platform. The everything app. <laughs> as, as, as it claims. Uh, dude, I saw a post the other day that said Elon is giving the employees over at X till the end of the year to make it a financial app so they can make another step forward towards that everything platform. So two months. Trying to achieve. Two months. Yes. Two months. To the remaining four people that work. Um, because, you know, he's like fired. So Linda Yaccarino and three <laughs> other people. <laughs> So good luck to you guys. Um, cue the 80s montage music. You the know, other person. You know, Elon one, loves 80s montage music. One of the other three left has to be Linda's makeup artist to hide the stress marks that she's dealing with from having to all deal those, with Elon. All those crow's feet from, yeah. the, from eating that, that shit eating grin that she gives him. Yes, Elon. Mmm, mm, boots taste delicious. <laughs> Some of the other things we have to talk to you about this week are... We have to talk about Super Smash Brothers and Nintendo, and Nintendo hating Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> or Nintendo hating tournaments? I don't know. You you can help us decide. You decide! Uh, we also have to talk about this Dwight Howard situation. We can also give some actual NBA updates on the beginning of the season. And we're probably gonna break down this list of places since we were talking about dating. We list of first dates you should never go on. Yeah, you according know. According to the lady. That list. According, air quotes. The one we've, we've all seen. We'll, we'll get to that. Also... Panera has a body count, but we'll get into that after we tell you what this week's hit on the algorithm is. And this week's number one on the streaming chart is... is... Monaco by Bad Bunny. Hey, enjoy. Enjoy. Listen. 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 No, seriously. Listen to yeah. Dude, if you haven't heard it, yeah, because it's all over Instagram. Dog. Yeah, like every time somebody want to show some something flashy in the reels, like that's it right now. That's that's the vibe right now. Is like you should be in Monaco somewhere, but you're currently working your nine to five, sitting next to the water cooler, listening. Not to the Dubai flood right pod. now, because because listening to the flood. Pod, yeah, which is cool. It's on like, anything cool. because energy. that's where we are on everything, even in Monaco. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we're not banned from Monaco. And we are back after some technical difficulties. Monaco is off of Bad Bunny's latest album. Um, I am not going to butcher the Spanish title, but I can tell you the English translation is nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. It is his fifth studio album. 
from what I've heard of the album so I know far, what's going to happen tomorrow. Have you heard any of the album? No, but I do no. know what's going to happen tomorrow. I've listened to a decent amount of it. And so far, I can tell you that from... I, I don't know. I would say I probably got... The, it's 81 minutes and 18 the Bad seconds album? long. Yes. It's a pretty long EP. However, I will say from what I've heard so far, I I didn't have any skips wait, through wait, my an run. Eighty something minute long EP. Did it say it was an EP? Did I say EP? You said EP. That's LP length. I thought I saw EP somewhere, but it doesn't matter. Keeping in tradition, I feel like with some of the artists who you might consider his like. Contemporaries. English contemporaries yeah. like you know Chris Brown's album was pretty fucking long um I don't the Bad Bunny Drake's might, album was this, unnecessarily yeah, long Drake's album was super fucking long right and we are in the era of like bloated albums I don't feel like this album was super bloated though however I am kind of like listening blind when it comes to reggaeton as far as is like what the actual like lyrical content of the album was i can tell you that it, it, it was a vibe though <laughs> like it did not the language barrier did not stop me from listening to most of this album um and it shouldn't stop you from listening to most of this album is what i'm telling you listeners uh don't be afraid to put subtitles on it's like there are no subtitles for music <laughs> oh my god that just reminds me we went to the comedy show and jamar looked at you and said you have a face for podcasting oh wow <laughs> thanks for reminding me about that i don't know how that makes me feel um i however feel like i am traditionally handsome so you can decide for yourself listeners what that means you can also go to the Instagram and check that out at the Flood Pod on everything. And, and that is on everything. By the way, if you follow reminder. Signature DOC on Inst- on Instagram. I mean, that's why I said that his body is transformed. <laughs> I was going to say if you go to the Flood Pod Instagram, you can find my personal Instagram. Um, whether I let you in or not is up to how you act when you get there. I can tell you that you will not be disappointed, though, uh, if you get to a point where you are listening to this new Bad Bunny album. However, I can tell you who is disappointed, though. Offset. <laughs> Offset? Offset is disappointed. Y'all is he made, big mad? Is he big mad? Y'all made Offset. It's like, no, he's not big mad. He recently did some kind of like video interview with Ebro. They were on a rooftop somewhere discussing the current state of hip-hop and the sales. On a rooftop, exactly the setting that you would imagine Offset getting and, interviewed and in. And Ebro, right? Yeah. Right. Um, Majestic as fuck. Ebro asked Offset how he felt about the current state of the game, you know, what the, the new school was bringing because, you know, Offset's been in the game for like a decade now, right? Like, it yeah. doesn't feel like it, but, you know, the Migos have been around for yeah a decade now. <laughs> They got to talking about what we've been discussing, right? Like the murmurs happening in the streams that, you know, hip hop is falling off, right? The we've sales also talked that music is becoming there. genreless too. The sales ain't there when it comes to hip hop, right? It's not dominating the billboard charts, as we talked about. Like what was what was the stream? Every country y'all were blasting like the fuck out of some country. 
like we said this he's, summer. He's pretty genre in, in America, anyway. Yeah. Uh, to be Ameri-centric. If we could be Ameri-centric, we're talking about the American Billboard charts. Even artists like Bad Bunny. However, shout had, out to the 17% of our listeners from abroad. <laughs> <laughs> who appreciate us talking about Bad Bunny, right? Because the, that wasn't the only... Country music wasn't the only thing happening. Um, but I don't know if hip-hop, you heard, but Drake released a new album. And uh, like, I, I'm not even saying that facetiously. Was, like, some people might have missed it because it's pretty big. I mean, he, he he also dropped it around his birthday like he normally does. Just, just shy of the summer, right? Even though How global warming... <laughs> Even though global warming's got it still feeling like summer in this bitch. But I can tell you what's not Hold on, hold on. Maryland weather right now is at the point where you have your headlights on, still wearing sunglasses, and your window is down with the heater up. Like, that's that's the weather we're at right now. Um, I can tell you what's not hot, and it's them hip-hop charts. Uh, them hip-hop spins, it's not really happening, and part of, uh, the reason Offset thinks is because... The game is just like an originality, right? Everybody sound the same. I and mean, artists aren't really putting any effort or initiative, right? Or I feel like every ten years the generation before that, that says the that same with hip hop though. I mean, do you feel like this is the case now or cause you're not listening to new hip hop, right? Like what the Gunna album has is been the oh, and it's really just that single, right? That's been the closest thing to really hit for you like that. Yeah, no, that that single is fucking fire. What uh, hit, <laughs> what was what was your biggest hit of the last season, you would say? Like what had your playlist really like in a chokehold? Like any any song? Yeah, or of like any genre of any genre. Uh but like let's I try mean- and keep it new. Like, was there anything new that you were listening to? So the problem with me is is it's new music to me. <laughs> but let me check when this song came out. Keeping in spirit with, uh, you know, our Latin artists, even though I don't, I, I guess, Caliucci does make full, like, in Espanol <laughs> music sometimes, but I can tell you that Caliucci's new album is also fire. That uh, new Caliucci, Red Moon, and Venus. Uh, you should definitely listen to that. The song that's... I sent this song to you, but uh, I just looked it up. The song is from 2014. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So I will give you that that is within the last 10 years. It's from 2014, and it popped up on my Discover Weekly, and I sent it to you, and the song is called Dirty Cigarettes by a band called beach slang and i was like no nah, this this song just makes me feel feelings and it's this it's song like the just dirtiest fucking feelings. punk songs uh Oh yeah, no, I, 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 I see what you mean. It's so whenever I say like like punk rock, I'm not talking about like Liberty Spikes and fucking studded belts. 
But what are you listening to that's living though? Like that's what I mean. Like what new what new punk is out there? Like what what have you found that is fresh to the scene that is really innovative? Because I send you new uh, rock music all the fucking time. Well, I know the uh, we were in the car right. and you were vibing with this one uh, this one band uh, called the Wombats who released an album in the past year that is also really really good like a lot of rock albums they have some uh pretty great uh song titles yeah like on their newest album that came out in 2022 fix yourself not the world what a title right right uh i think one of my favorites on here is uh everything i love is going to die also sounds pretty on par for for your kind of punk rock Not exactly the song, the the type of of sound that you would expect from uh, a song called Everything I Love is Going to Die. The chorus is great. He's just like, everything I love is going to die. So... I mean, speaking of everything we love dying, right? Anyway, like, I do you feel was, like uh, the so lack what, of... I think the next line is, so what is the big idea and stop wasting my time? Right. So do you feel like the lack of ingenuity here, the lack of creative vision is killing the genre of hip-hop? I think saying that hip-hop is running out of ways to be creative is a cop-out, considering rock bands literally have three instruments to work with more or less i mean has offset not seen that fucking sick ass call of duty music video 21 savage just put out for the call my or the call me revenge (laughs) single like have have you seen it i haven't but i will say (laughs) speaking of 21 (laughs) hold on okay yeah yeah 21 can you do something for me <laughs> it's a full-on animated call of duty style like almost like they used to do with them fucking minecraft songs and mm-hmm. shit um i would also like to add here that uh 50 did it first um way back with like uh, dude was it beg for mercy and 50 with like that whole like run when like G-Unit was really like a fucking empire and 50 was like making like mo- it was probably after Get Rich or Die Try in the movie and they had like fucking they had like four if not maybe three Xbox games I think Xbox and PlayStation it was like bulletproof oh damn I can't remember what the other two through Anyway, there were a couple of music videos that came out around the time 50 and then was putting out video games for the G-Unit run um, that went along with the video games that they were putting out, kind of like cross-promo promotional material. It was innovative then. Uh, Now, it's kind of like uncanny looking. I don't know. How do you feel? I guess I guess he wants to change the. Do you do you have a segue? No, I, no. I did just want to actually like, in regards to hip hop 
dying because billboard uh, streams are down? Uh, maybe. What about punk? Well, also, I mean, maybe this applies to pop music in general. When is the last major pop song that made you feel something? And wasn't just like, I mean, what do you... Sugar, sugar, do, 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 do. What do you define as a pop song? Like, do you mean... Because, like, at the moment, we could, you know, throw hip-hop in that category. And there was one time when where rock last... music could easily be thrown in that category. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I find uh, music... Hair metal is awful. I find music that makes me feel something all the time. Now, do those songs qualify as pop songs no do they have uh, one of the mm, yes there we go absolutely yeah i find hip-hop music as offset says is thinking that yes that's exactly that's exactly what he was saying right but that's that's what i'm trying to get to but it's hard because you don't even listen to new music and is the reason but that's what i'm trying to get it i'm a product is the, the reason is the reason why you don't listen to new music because you don't feel like new music has the substance or because you are a creature of habit and you stick to what you know because it's what's comfortable. Because I feel like there's a... It's probably more of the latter. I feel like there's a certain subsect of the country that is just like you. Which is why we have fallen into an algorithmic industrial state in music where everything sounds the same. From pop music to rap right? Which is why people are leaning to genres like indie, right? Or yeah. country music to find the substance that they're really looking for. Philip DeFranco did a segment in one of his videos early this week where they were talking about a poll that came out and how Gen Z is tired of seeing sex scenes. Now feel me, this is a crazy tangent, but I'm gonna double back here in a way that makes you no, go- I, I saw that same Phil segment. Yeah, that makes you go, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Instead, they want to see more platonic relationships in movies. I did and see that. They want to see more characters that are like asexual, meaning like not concerned. Like just, with just sex. showing friendships. Yes. Yes. They want genuine and authentic content was another thing that especially the younger demographic, like we're talking like 16 and younger, was concerned about. Right? Like they want their they want what they're watching to feel real and relatable. Does in a your way. son fit into the demographic you're talking about? Oh, absolutely, dude. Like, he's it's so. 12 now? Yes. And it's. No, he's 11. Uh, my bad. Uh, he. But what I'm saying is, is he yes to. He fits in the demographic of we have like six streaming services and all he watches is YouTube and like TikTok. Right? Like, most of the younger participants in the study that was conducted. Like, the their celebrities were these influencers, right? Like, these content creators, which we'll talk about a little bit more. Like, But, like, the industry that that's becoming is a formidable industry to what we consider traditional celebrities and icons, right? Yeah. With that being said, they want more 
original content and less reboots as well was another big part of like less reboots less franchises right so the millennials are the ones that wanted the reboots and the remakes and the recontinuation i feel like see here's where i'm gonna push back a little bit on that and i promise i'm still keeping track of where i'm going I feel like we appreciated that because we grew up with a lot of satire and a lot of like subversive content. So it was it was par for the course of like the kind of media we were already digesting. A lot of those reboots were for Gen Xers. We also, the millennials also were exposed to older pop culture because we which is why up, there was I say, not a huge amount of pro- which is proliferation say, of pop culture, which is why Zoomers don't care about half stuff that happened in the past of the reboots. It's not hitting their Instagram, TikTok. Pages. It doesn't. They don't even care about half of these reboots because these reboots, most of them, let's be real, are for Gen Xers. We're just now getting to a point where the reboots and uh, the rehashes are for millennials and like they're getting this wokeified spin on them which is like giving off this weird pandering effect that is kind of watering down the content that we didn't ask for reboots for anyway right uh but it's are you, muddied, are you ready are you it's ready? muddied the waters so much so that Gen Z doesn't even they they want original content just like I feel like millennials do right and they want content that's not so like hypersexualized right and focused on the old tropes that we're used to right and instead they want new original authentic substantive content kind of like you with your music what a twist! Wait, Which you is mean, why you, you mean they don't want a Rush Hour reboot with Kevin Hart and Randall Park? <laughs> Please tell me that's not. No, it's not. Oh my god, thank you. Because, <laughs> because there's also a Doug. But the fact that you had to ask? Because there's a Doug reboot getting ready to happen where Doug and Patty had kids. So. This is really weird. You want to know why? <laughs> why? I heard about this. So, Patty Mayonnaise. Is based off of Doug Creator's high school crush. He went to his 20-year high school reunion to find Patty Mayonnaise married to someone else to now they're making the Doug reboot where Doug is married to Patty Mayonnaise. Also, Doug started out as like an orange juice ad, so I mean, I, you can take that for what it is, but from going from an orange juice ad to Doug all grown it's a quail up. man. Uh, and the creator being Jim Jenkins, by the way. <laughs> and it's in uh, development... He is one creative simp. It's in development with Disney+. Plus, So it will be coming to Disney Plus streaming services right, near Disney you. Right, Disney did get Doug. Yeah, which is super wild. It's to weird. Me. I totally forgot about Disney Channel Doug. You know what? That's fine. Because this doesn't muddy this is like Sony and the Marvel Universe with Spider-Man right and like it doesn't muddy Nickelodeon's Doug at all that's classic canon yeah. 
This like, is some like weird Doug, fanfic. Original <laughs> Doug looked like Ed, Ed and Eddie's art style, yeah. but done unironically. Kind of. <laughs> like the whole thing where Ed, Ed and Eddie, like their lives were constantly moving. Yeah. That's because Danny Anastushi is a crackhead. Or Damn. was? I don't know. One of the guys responsible for Ed, Ed and Eddie, I think, killed somebody. No, uh, I think he killed himself. Because um, he had like schizophrenia. Anyway. Which doesn't surprise me that that guy made Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, <laughs> that got dark. Uh, but yeah, no. Watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It's pretty dark. Do you feel like the reason why you're hesitant to listen to new music, though, is because you don't feel like it's going to be worth the time that you are looking for a substantive investment in? That's because a pretty good way to say it because when I'm looking through like streaming services I'm not actively clicking on reality shows or anything like that like I'm the type of uh, viewer where when I sit down to watch something I actively sit down to watch it yeah you don't passively watch you don't passively listen to but when you are experiment so you don't often experiment I can separate audio engagement with video engagement so like if i'm doing something on my computer while listening to something yeah i can do both but um i'm not one to have you don't so it do that when experimenting with new media right because like, like I... right, let me give a little bit of a qualify okay go, so go like ahead. say i have four tv screens right yeah if i have one that's playing a movie, one that's playing a TV show, one that's playing a basketball game, and one where I'm actually like playing a video game, I cannot comprehend all of that shit. I wouldn't but expect But if each you four of them have a basketball game on You can follow I all can follow along. Basket. Well, that's because it's all four of it's one thing that yeah. you just have to follow four different variants of. Um, but when it comes to new music, I am a person who... I have my classics that I'm always down to listen to, like if they come up in the rotation. Mm -hmm. But me for me, it's often rare for the to happen because I'm always on the hunt for new things to add to that rotation. I feel like so for me I'm often experimenting with new music, whether it be new indie music or like I recently, as I've been trying to brush up on my Espan on me Espanol, right? I'm listening to lots of different like Latin artists and you start obviously with reggaeton and then you move on to other things and you just find new, new tastes that you didn't necessarily think that you had, right? Like that's how I felt into indie music right while i'm watching vh1 waiting for like flavor of love to come on and shit like that and you get caught up looking at certain music videos because that's all that's on tv and you're like oh okay i kind of like that song right or hanging out with white people like <laughs> in general right like you hanging out with black people right yeah you end up listening to the shit that you normally wouldn't listen to and i kind of like that about digging through crates right? so here's the thing i guess when it comes to me and and music especially since i am like more of a, a rock punk garage rock type of person i don't I how don't do you find, find new, new music? music i discover music 
It's I'm like that's an literally what I'm talking about. Like, you know, like oh, you're like look at this ancient piece of that's but that's still digging through crates though. Like I find but stuff if, like, like if that you're all talking the time. about like new music, I'm like yeah, I found this song from 1983. Uh, like dude, what was that fucking band I just? And I also to... feel like that's almost more of like a rock thing because it's almost like, like growing up in like the rock community. It's like a badge of honor. Like, the I music like that, that you know too. and you listen to in rock, like, really fucking matters. Like, the, your opinion on Led Zeppelin is very important when you're talking about rock music. It says a lot. <laughs> They're a cover band. Um, that says a lot. <laughs> like I said, my perspective on somebody's music opinion, I refer to as the Grohl scale. I have, I have explained this to you before, right? I don't know. I like. I guess I like being on the cutting edge of things, right? Like I like finding artists before they get big, right? Like let me, I'm that let me, guy. let's find out where do you fall on this Grohl scale. So, are the Foo Fighters your favorite band? No. So you are inside one extreme. Oh, we do you hate the Foo Fighters? No. There you go. You are inside of the Grohl scale. If you hate the Foo Fighters or they are your favorite band, your music taste probably is shit. I feel like you just described American pop. Um, but I can tell you a band that I do like that uh, is fairly new from what I understand, uh, The Black Tones. Uh, the first song I ever heard from them was Ghetto Spaceship. Uh, <laughs> they are a kind of like muddy punk style like, I think you did you yeah. did send them to me yeah uh, they are like a muddy punk style kind of band and they are a band of color uh, so there you go a band of color outside of the hip hop genre and those are the kind like of Mussolini things I look in Kennedy uh, they currently ah. only have 466 subscribers on YouTube Music, so if you are one of our listeners, I suggest you go ahead and check them out. And also, give friend it. of the pod, Pulp Noir, go ahead and check them out, because I believe they just dropped a new single as well. I uh, think so. Uh, we also, oh, a uh, friend of the pod, Linnell Lewis, also just dropped a new single that is available on all musical streaming services. And another friend of the out. pod, Flybon, is probably trapping somewhere. Uh, he's uh, gaming, married now. Uh, gaming on TikTok at uh, Flybon as well. Trapping um, in some way. So go ahead and check all those guys out. And while you can do that, while we take this break. Break! Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.